0: It's the Alex cast for Monday, January 16th. Today, we have an all audio feedback episode. Uh, But before we get into that, uh, just one piece of housekeeping. If your podcast player doesn't show specific album artwork for each episode, uh, try to find one that does or see if there's a setting. Uh, I do actually make um, episode specific album artwork, uh, which has some inside jokes uh, slash other things that are of our interest. So if you're looking at this and it looks like every episode is just me with some cats, you're missing out on some fun stuff. Feel free to uh, try to find that setting in your podcatcher uh, app of choice and see if you can find that. So first up, we have our uh, first voicemail message from a podcast listener. Here we go.
1: Hello, Alex. This is uh, Mrs. Coffeeman, just your average everyday podcast listener and uh you know long time listener first time caller here really loved Tuesday's episode particularly the cat visit segment that is quality you know high high interest podcast content right there but My question is, you mentioned earnings reports coming out, and I never understand when I'm looking at my company's earnings report. First of all, why do I care if they have cash on hand? And second of all, what is the difference between, uh, let's see, the generally accepted accounting practices and then the non-generally accepted accounting practices numbers? why would anybody report non-generally accepted accounting practices numbers to someone who doesn't know what that means? That sounds like things that seem shady. So would love an explanation. So, all right. Thanks. Great podcast. Bye.
0: So uh, great questions. Uh, I think some of the gap non-GAAP balance sheets, income statements, all the fun accounting stuff that uh, I know and love would be a great episode to unpack. So we'll probably do something like that maybe Wednesday or Thursday of this week. Um, The long and short of cash on hand is it's an easy way for companies to sort of show how much uh, liquid assets they have uh, on their books. Um, Basically, you think of cash on hand for uh, a normal non-business person. Um, meaning, like, how much money do you have in your savings account that you can just go to really quick uh, and pull out and do something with? Uh, companies will sometimes have different types of cash on hand that they will define, uh, like bank accounts, um, uh, actual, like, literal cash sitting in a vault somewhere, uh, liquid assets, something that can be easily converted into cash. Um, so, there are uh, standards and uh, um, uh, practices and things that you need to adhere to when you're uh, recording some of these numbers. Um, but cash on hand is a really good measure for a company to see how much money do they have sitting around in the bank that they could readily tap for all sorts of uh, business purposes, uh, payroll, making investments, uh, expenditures, things of that nature. Um, Ton more to dive into there, but that's the long and short of cash on hand. Um, Really quick on the gap versus non-gap. So uh, just uh, so you know, the, uh, princ- the, the acronym here stands for Generally Accepted Accounting Principles, or G-A-A-P, commonly uh, shortened as GAAP. Um, when companies report figures and facts and statements to the market, they have to use uh, GAP principles. Um, and these are things that if you were to take an accounting course uh, in any university, uh, you would learn uh, GAP accounting. Uh, and there are certain patterns and practices that you need to adhere to in order for your statements to be uh, uh, generally accounted, accepting uh, generally accepted accounting principles. Uh, uh, so um, that's that's the standard upon which uh, all companies, all public companies at least, need to uh, adhere to. And companies, a lot of times, um, especially tech companies, this was a really popular uh, practice in the last uh, twenty to thirty years. They will account uh, for some of their metrics using non-GAAP principles, and these are. Um, sort of what they might sound like, where a company might look at certain uh, certain um, uh, measures and, and and kind of makes make stuff up. Let's put it this way. So WeWork was a big um, a big uh, company that did this. They they accounted for a uh, a measure called community adjusted earnings before interest taxes depreciation and amortization, or a lot of times we hear this uh, referred to as EBITDA. Um, so this was a non-GAAP uh, measure that they reported that was basically like making shit up effectively. Um, so community adjusted EBITDA was uh, a, a way of sort of hand-waving away some of the actual money they were losing. Um, and we could definitely go into a lot of the non-GAAP uh, metrics that especially tech companies were reporting over the past 20 years in later episodes. So maybe we'll cover that uh, this week or next week if um, anyone's really super interested in that Um so that's that's kind of the difference between those two. Uh, but when you're talking to uh, markets, you really have to report on gap uh, uh, gap numbers, and um, any any accounting course will teach you those. Uh, though those aren't the only numbers that uh, companies look at. It's just a different way of sort of slicing and dicing the state of your business. Um, in fact, we do this uh, you and I with some of the Maple Leaf stuff when I'm looking at my actual gap numbers. I'll sometimes look at that and say like, well, if I didn't I'd spend this and hadn't spent that, and um, you know, if I didn't pull this number forward um you know this is actually what i would have been making or what we would have uh, brought in this year type of thing um it's not as uh sort of um dubious as some of the things that uh, companies do but it's another way of saying like it's not following the exact rule of the of the the cap principle that's where we are on that and thanks very much for being a listener uh dear podcast person i hope this uh, podcast is uh working out for you Next up, we got a few questions from Christy. Here go.
2: I have some suggestions for future episodes of Alex Cast. I would like an episode featuring ten bachelors that have been featured on ABC's The Bachelor. The ranking can be your choice. I would like you to explain the health benefits to both sleeping with and without socks. I would like to know why there is a D in fridge, but not in refrigerator. You can also turn that topic into why is the English language so complicated. And I would like to understand the purpose of an HOA as they are forcing me to replace my deck at cost completely to me, which is an estimate of sixteen grand. Thank you. Hi, Alex and Alex cast listeners. Uh, my question is about local government. There was a uh, breaking news in the Ho ho family group chat that uh, my father, Dennis Hoho, has put his name on the ballot for the Poygan town supervisor position, and that uh, local election will be sometime in April, I believe um, and the question kind of was posed: What does a town supervisor do? So this question stems from wanting to know more about local government, whether it be city, town, county, officials. Um, Are these people important and why these people are important? Are some positions more important than others? Um, What is the purpose of having local elections and... Yeah, if you could let me know that would make my job as one of the co-campaign managers um a little easier so I can understand um more about my father's potential position. Um I know he won't be uh Leslie Nope, but we can sure try. Thanks.
0: So some great questions there from Christy. Um definitely we'll do a bachelor ranking. Um, maybe sometime next week i got to do some research there, uh, just so everyone is aware. This evening it starts the new season of The Bachelor uh, featuring a very boring uh, white dude. Um, so we're in for another couple of weeks of uh, Bachelor uh, uh, discussion coming up. Um, if you want to check with Lynn every week to see whether she's surviving the season of The Bachelor, that sounds like a great thing that she'll be interested in uh hearing your questions about so um tonight's a big night for me and lynn um we're going to be getting into things and uh there will be much groaning uh from the other side of the couch while we watch it this evening um so health benefits and sleeping with socks i was informed that this was not a pre-arranged question on the behalf of both you and lynn christy um so uh obviously my uh My feeling on sleeping with socks uh, is very to the negative. I think it's a dumb thing. Um, If there are health benefits, uh, sure, why not? If there aren't health benefits, sure, why not? Uh, Not my thing. Um, Not sure if I'm the right person to answer that. Uh, Fridge spelling in English language. um, Yeah, I don't know. That seems like it's a good question, but there's a lot of things about English that are pretty stupid and uh, don't really make sense, which makes our language sort of dumb and uh, not all that straightforward. So uh, not sure I can help you out with that. Um, I think we'll do a HOA episode maybe on Wednesday. Um, so that's, uh, let's, let's look forward to that. Uh, the long and short of homeowner associations in Illinois and in fact in most states is they are kind of controlled by statute within either the state or local jurisdiction, which actually kind of um, moves us to the next, um, next topic that you, you called in about, which was the uh, local town supervisor or in fact any of your local positions in the town. Uh, I think that's actually a good Thursday topic, too. So we'll go over that then. Um, Actually, uh, just an editorial for me. I think Town Supervisor is kind of a cool title, um, sort of in the same way that like a Comptroller title is sort of cool. Sounds like it also comes with the sash in the same way that uh, being president of Brazil comes with the sash. Um, So next up, uh, another piece of feedback from uh, Laura. here.
2: Alex, I just want to say you have the perfect voice for a podcast. Loving it so far. Keep up the good work.
0: Thank you very much, Laura. Uh, actually, I have to be technical about this, though. That wasn't actually a question, but this takes me to a good new segment that we'll have on a, an occasional basis. Uh, this segment is called Lynn's Life Hacks. So if you happen to know Lynn, you will know that one of her favorite things is life hacks. So if you have any great like life hack articles, or tips, or tricks, or top 10 life hack kind of articles to send, um, please send them on to Lynn. Uh, you can find her on Facebook, Instagram, uh, text message, Uh, If you want to print some of those out and drop them by her house, uh, she will just love seeing those. Um, And one of these life hacks that I know Lynn is super a big fan of is the best way to turn a statement into a question is by changing the inflection point at the end of your sentence. So you could have said, Alex, you have a great podcast voice and that would have turned it more into a question. So there's your Lynn life hack for today. Um, Look forward to more life hacks in the future. If you want to know any cool life hacks, Uh, feel free to send in a message and uh, we'll give you a few more uh, life hack tips straight for Lynn. Next up, we have Mike. Hey, Alex, Mike and Katie Miley here. We've listened to only one episode. Looking forward to listening to more. Thank you for doing this. I actually learned a lot. Okay. Here's the question. Are you open to feedback from an old, you know, college radio producer on improving the quality of the audio? if so what's the best format for that question well hey mike thanks for submitting the question um so let's actually have a real talk for a quick second um anyone that knows me and lynn uh, and knows what we do for our jobs and the kind of people we are uh know just kind of how stubborn both of us are so if you're actually curious as to how the alex cast came about it was sort of um i don't want to say a dare necessarily but lynn kind of saying hey, this is an interesting thing that you seem to know a lot about. Why don't we have the Alex cast? People will listen to it, something, something, something. I'll get uh, five of my friends to listen. And of course that became a staring contest. Uh, Thankfully, I don't think we had this um, too long of a drawn out type of thing. The Last time that we had some sort of staring contest, uh, we had to settle this over uh, a uh, mutual friend of ours um, who we refer to as Judge Kornthal. Um, So basically, since we're both stubborn people uh, who always want to be right, um, and generally at least one of us is right, uh, although occasionally both of us, um, this was uh, me actually going through and uh, following through with this, like, hey, why don't you do this? People will listen type of thing. Um, So basically, I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, I mean, I know all the general tips and tricks and things, and I actually bought a microphone for this, but I'm super bad at um, talking straight into it uh, because it's not something I'm used to doing. Uh, I'm also not great at writing episode notes, uh, but I'm getting better at it. And uh, in fact, I'm kind of like doing this off the cuff anyway. So I'm sure if I ever actually quit one of the two or three jobs I have that I probably would actually put real effort into this. Um, So, yeah, Mike, go ahead and shoot me a note on Messenger or text me or or whatever. I don't care. I'm probably trying to do all the things that you're going to tell me because I'm a big audio person myself, just not actually good at doing it myself. Um, but all the basics, sort of, uh, I'm talking at a microphone dedicated on um, machine. I probably need to get a pair of headphones to plug into this, and I uh, probably need to actually make sure I'm talking straight into the microphone and not away, as I tend to do, because that's just how I do Zoom calls at work. Um, so I'm not trying to make a real effort at doing this show. Uh, It's just me just blabbing in a room um, and talking about cats. So I know that uh, might not be the most satisfying explanation, but hey, that's the show. That's what you all signed up for. Um, And uh, make sure that you let Lynn know uh, that you're actually listening because she needs to hold up her end of the podcast dare bargain here. So uh, let's move on from that uh, to the economics week ahead. Uh, This week, we have kind of a quiet week on the economics front. Uh, Wednesday, we have the Fed Beige Book. Being released which is basically a series of anecdotes that the fed compiles from various parts of the country uh, about some conditions and things that some uh, people are seeing most of businesses we also have a retail sales report which is big to kind of give us a feeling for how retail sales are looking um, in uh, parts of the economy uh, on thursday we have some housing numbers coming out uh, building new building permits and housing starts uh, those are really good measures to of of health of the retail or the the business uh, the economy in the uh, real estate end uh, of the of the the group. Um, so that is a nice kind of uh, partner with some of the bank earnings that we were seeing last week and we'll be seeing through parts of this week. Um, so as far as the rest of the week, uh, Tuesday we'll do some kind of accounting talk. Wednesday we'll touch on homeowners association. Thursday we'll touch on local government matters, and then Friday we'll do our normal, uh, which I guess two weeks in a row makes it normal now. Uh, economics we can review. But before we get to that, let's talk about today's sponsor, uh, orangeslice.biz. Uh, orangeslice.biz is filling a niche market for providing orange slices to your local child sporting event. For those of you whose name rhymes with Blyan uh who've never experienced orange slices before, you can call up orangeslice.biz uh, catering services who In fact, I understand Hearts Catering. um, And get your own experience uh, of of eating orange slices during a halftime or other intermission of an important event. Uh, So don't miss out on this uh, treasured childhood uh, memory that uh, all children who've played recreational sports of any kind have had uh, to eat orange slices and maybe an orange drink, Capri Sun, um, Gatorade mini bottle, something like that. I don't know. It's fun. You can relive your childhood or experience uh, something that you should have experienced in childhood with orange slice.biz. Now, so the cat report today, because today is a day off of work, uh, the cat report will be kind of short. We're actually recording this in the morning. Uh, Stitch was very interested in the few errands that I've been running so far this morning, uh, little things around the house, uh, laundry, that kind of thing. Uh, so she's following me around everywhere, showing a belly every once in a while. Sammy's doing a little bit of both uh, the orange um, normal sort of things, uh, sitting on the couch loafing radiator, but also spending some time following me around as well. Uh, and the orange is uh, really, really uh, putting a tough day of work today. He has been sleeping on the couch and will probably sleep there for the rest of today. Um, I will probably be sitting on the couch for a little bit playing some Switch um, Breath of the Wild um, and uh, spend some time with the orange this afternoon. So, As always, uh, make sure you share your thoughts, feedbacks, or questions at the link in the show notes. Uh, Go ahead and record something and you can show up on a future episode. Talk to you tomorrow.